Hey there, Podcateers. Welcome to episode 101. In this episode, Javier needs a Snickers bar pretty badly. The worlds of the Avengers and the Bluth family from Arrested Development may have crossed during Civil War. Stan Lee says it's time for him to hang it up and stop going to comic conventions. The Muppets and Agent Carter get cancelled. Could Netflix be the answer? Finally, we take a look at some of the videos coming from the soft opening preview of Shanghai Disney. Quick reminder guys, we now have a Patreon page. Uh, This doesn't mean that we're going to start charging for the podcast. It's still going to remain free, but this is just a way for anyone to give a small one-time or monthly contribution to the podcast. If you'd like to help us out, head over to patreon.com slash podcateers or click on the Patreon logo on podcateers.com. Also remember that if you shop on Amazon, another great way to help us out is to start by heading to podcateers.com and clicking on the Amazon banner. This will send you to Amazon using our link, and it tells Amazon that you want to give us a small commission from your sale as a thank you for going through our link. Think of it as dropping a few cents in a tip jar, like maybe when you go buy some coffee or something. Uh, And all it takes is for you to click on the link before you make your purchase. Uh, On the interwebs, you will find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Podcateers on all three of those networks. We're also on YouTube, so head over to youtube.com slash podcateers to check out our videos. The last video we posted was a 360-degree vlogmented reality video that we recorded at Disneyland. So check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, So that's going to be it for me. Uh, I'm going to let you guys jump into the episode. Thank you all very much for listening. Here is episode 101 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. watching daredevil but i had to stop because you know it was getting late and i had maybe half an hour to kill before i went to bed you know what i stumbled into arrested development it is probably one of the greatest shows that i just discovered isn't it amazing it is awesome now arrested development is one of my favorite shows of all time well, why didn't you guys tell me about this show? we have we've been telling you for <laughs> years about it well to be fair i didn't bring it up because i heard very negative reviews about the netflix version of arrested development oh see i'm not even there yet i'm, I'm barely on season one like episode seven. Oh, okay yeah so i don't not sh- don't say nothing well that part's good you're in good stuff <laughs> okay but what mario just said right now uh-huh. if you get to the netflix um original series version of arrested uh-huh Stop. It's skippable. <laughs> it wasn't great, uh, oh. considering how well they did with the. I mean, take into consideration that they brought the entire cast back together, which is not something that you can do so many years yeah, later. No right. And for the most part, they were all kind of the characters. It just didn't have that organic feel that, like, if you, like, now that you're watching it, you're, uh-huh. you know, a handful of episodes in. Like, it just feels like they are a dysfunctional family. They're just all so good at the characters that they're playing. Beautifully played. Right. But once you get to, like, the Netflix one, it just seems like, hey, we got a paycheck to play these characters again. Mm. Right. It's okay. Who directed it? Was it Ron Howard? 
or did he just do the narration? He was a producer, um, and he was the narrator technically, but I don't think they ever credit him hmm. for being the narrator. But really? He definitely produced them. I don't remember if he produced the Netflix one. I don't even know what's going to happen with the rest of it on Netflix because first they said there's going to be another season, then they said there wasn't going to be another season, that they were pulling the plug because it was so bad. <laughs> uh, and then there was rumors that it was coming back under like new management or whatever. Right. So I don't know. All I know is that I didn't like the Netflix, which ended up being called season four. They just supposedly continued it. Oh, it wasn't. There's only three seasons that were made. There's only three seasons. Yeah. Oh wow, I had no idea. Yeah, Netflix ended up calling it season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a continuation. It was a continuation. It does of pick up. Yes, okay. exactly. But that's what I don't understand. How did it go wrong if you got everybody involved once again? I don't want to call it a fail. It's just, it, it's not the same. And I mean, I think that's just kind of what happens when you kind of like switch the standards. You know, you have things that are made for television broadcasting, and now we have the new media, which is streaming. So you kind of allowed more liberties as far as kind of like how to direct and how to write things to say the characters are going to do. It, it, it kind of changes the element. Hmm. It's kind of disappointing since. All they had was time. It's not like this was a rushed project. Look, let me just put it this way, okay? Regardless of who they're working for or how they're working, even Jason Bateman didn't like it. Like hmm. he was he was actually talking bad about it on on Mark Marin's podcast. I don't know exactly what he said. All I know is that he did speak ill of the latest season, and that's why I'm so confused about this whole season 5 thing. I don't know if they're going to go back to like that original formula that made the Bluths so like kooky and funny. I I didn't find myself to to use a term that Javier likes to use. I didn't find myself belly laughing at season four the way that I did one through three mm-hmm. because there's so many great things like the Aztec tomb which you haven't gotten to yet, dude. But it's just just know that that's coming just know that that's coming and everything about uh, tobias is just one of the funniest guys on there it's the i'm telling you all the characters just work so well together they play off of each other so well absolutely and it it just feels a lot more forced than four Hmm. but uh how did we even start talking about this oh because of Civil War. Oh, yeah. The Easter egg. Right. So uh, I'm not sure if anybody has heard this, but uh, we had seen that apparently there was an Arrested Development Easter egg in Captain America Civil War. So, you know, we did a little bit of investigating, and <laughs> the Easter at first we're like, That's, it's the banana stand. The is, banana stand yeah. is in yeah. there. This is now, usually loosely investigation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very loose. But – investigated nonetheless sure so i was super excited because i thought dude it's gonna be the banana stand this is like the greatest way and then it turns out to be the stair the stair car the stair mobile you know the stair car that that michael uh rides around in yeah but it's not michael it's not the bluth one well is it though i mean or isn't it it's not it looks exactly like it Look, look when i saw I had already started uh, Arrested Development before we started watching, oh, before we went to see Civil War. 
When I saw that car, I went, <gasps> No, you I didn't. I did. I noticed no, it. No, you didn't. I did. I did. The only difference is, and I don't know which one of you pointed out, I think it was, I think it was Mario, that the stickers or the sides were different. Exactly. Yeah. It's for but, the airport. So whether or not, I mean, look. So it's just a generic stare mobile. It kind of is because how do they end up getting it? In, in the series. I don't remember. That's what I don't remember either. Like, what I was trying to, like, recap how they oh, ended up with the they, car. They were selling their 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 stuff off. The plane right? and this and that. The only thing oh, that was left that was over left was, was to get the into car. the plane. That's right. <laughs> right. Okay. So, that makes sense. I mean, they were at an airport. It's right. the type of vehicle that you right. would see yeah, at an airport. So, there you go. When you kind of look at the logo that's in the one in Civil War... It's not the Bluth logo. Now, it could have been, you know, the same one that was converted. Rebranded. Or, yeah, rebranded. Whether or not it's the exact same one that was used in the show, I can't verify that. But uh, it was cool to kind of see. And, again, had it been the banana stand, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I don't know if you guys read some of the articles that I was reading. But it's like it's funny how people start making crazy connections out of, like, the like tiniest things all right? the time so the internet was already like making like assumptions oh my god Chris Evans is gonna be on Arrested Development I was like how do you piece <laughs> yeah. that together <laughs> Tony Stark will make an appearance yes. as himself <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> hi guys <laughs> oh yeah still can't whistle it's no okay. I, I can totally whistle I just can't do it when I'm laughing mm. look I am on record uh-huh. as whistling the Steamboat Willie song in a Disney for Two video. You are on record, but there's no proof that that was you. Yeah. Only us, and it was probably one of us whistling for you. No, there's a video of me actually doing video, that. Video, video? Yeah, there's like video, video. You can add audio to video. Just You so can you. add. You could have just... Yeah. Made your lips do the whistling no, look and then have no. someone else whistle for you? Nope. Nope. I actually yeah. did it. All right. Go ahead. You. you can I'm not going to do it. Look, I'm not your trained try. monkey just to dance for you, okay? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, not the Bluth car. Kind of disappointed. That's too bad. But, uh, you know, now that we're talking about Civil War, uh, can I just say... Congratulations to the movie because it is now the highest grossing film of 2016. Uh, as of this recording, it has now been reported that Civil War has made 981.9 million globally. Whoa. Not bad. <laughs> not bad at all. <laughs> and not done. <laughs> not Exactly. It's not done. Now, Zootopia was actually in the first place. Right. So I'm going to say that this is a pretty good year for Disney at the movies. Yeah, no kidding. Because Zootopia actually came in at $971.3 million. Uh, Civil War just, I didn't even know it did just well. got past it. Yeah, it did amazing. I knew it did well. The box office was goodness. crazy good for Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Now, Jungle Book was number four at $831 million, and Deadpool kind of rounded out the top five at 762.9, so just wow. under 770. Right smack in the middle was Batman vs. Superman. I didn't hear you. What was that? <clears throat> Batman vs. Superman. I'm so we were talking about Deadpool? <laughs> yeah, Deadpool. Um, you know, I hear that Deadpool's like killing Blu-ray and DVD sales. What? Yeah. Crazy, I, isn't it? It should. Yeah. It should. People are uh, still buying those? Yeah, apparently. people buying them. Yeah. Nice. But Batman versus Superman ended up making eight hundred and seventy point one million. Not bad. So Civil War is already a hundred million more 
mm-hmm. than Batman versus Superman. Yeah, but who's better? <laughs> Civil War is better. No. Civil War no. is better. Remember, I give it a I give Batman versus Superman an eleven. Out of a so, hundred? No. Out of ten. And seven to Civil War, so in so, my book. So let's yeah. So let's acknowledge whose math actually failed here. Because exactly. Yeah. It sounds like you don't know your numbers all that good. By the way, did I predict the numbers right for the weekend? Because I no. didn't. I say six hundred million for the no, weekend. No, I think your exact right. words were like, um, no, four ninety. <laughs> and you were sur- very precise. Did it sur- <laughs> I was. Did it surpass that? I don't even know. Oh, it went totally over that. Yeah, I did. Huh? It went way over that. Yeah, oh, good for them. So. You know, regardless of what we thought, Fred, everybody else thought it was a 12 <laughs> instead of an 11. So, haha, eat that. <laughs> Speaking of people who don't know math, 12. Okay. Whatever. It comes after 11, dude. Mm, no, it's okay. What what is he saying? I How am, much of that beer have you had? That's <laughs> so good. Yeah, how spiked is your drink right now? <laughs> oh, it is delicious. Can what I are you what drinking? Uh, yeah, it is Henry's hard soda. Oh, it's not even beer, dude. It's so delicious. It is soda. I mean, I'm it not, is soda. Is not that the same beer. one that you gave me last week uh, before yeah. we had the? Yeah, because I bought the two. coffee brown. Yeah. First of all, I love orange flavored soda. Uh, yeah. Orange flavored candy, orange flavored soda. I just like orange flavored stuff. Kind of the reason why I bought it. I had some of this last week only because I've actually been really wanting to try the Coney Island uh, creamsicle, yes. the, the orange uh-huh. cream one. Right, right. And every I, time I go I to the store, it. it's just mocking me and mocking me. And I mean, okay, so part of the reason I'm not drinking is because I'm. You know, trying to, you know, lose the weight. And because I'm also part of this competition at work, I'm trying to cut out alcohol because I know how much it can, you know, sit with you for a while. So I figured, okay, once the competition's over, I'll have some again. Uh, I have had a couple of drinks. You know, we toasted episode 100 last week and everything. But that that orange cream one has been taunting me. And so Javier got this one. And might I say that it just tastes like Spike Fanta. Yes, 100%. But it's still good. <laughs> it's delicious. It's really good. You know, you're making me want to go to the store and buy the one you're the talking about. The orange cream one? Yeah. I would. I may have to append my not drinking rule if you Just buy some. Okay. Because I've, I'm telling you. You know what's also really horrible? Uh-huh. So the competition is actually over on June 14th. Okay. okay. That's around the corner. Yeah, it's about a month away at this yeah. point. And every year they have this huge barbecue. Can I where, go? No, they have this <laughs> huge barbecue where it's you know for like two hundred people. They have all these. Uh, they have these portable smokers, uh-huh. you know, that they have like our local farmers market and art walks have had these like portable smokers where they make tri tip and all this stuff. It's like a trash can split in half. Not at all like that one. These are huge, <laughs> like trailer sized smokers. Okay, it's kind of like the ones that they use in those barbecue competitions on Food uh-huh. Network and everything. Mm. Okay, I'm digging it. Competition over June 14th. I'm so hungry. The barbecue's happening June 10th. No. <laughs> it's the Friday right before the Tuesday that it ends. Oh, my God. And no. I'm so upset because when they told me about it a few months ago, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so in on this. I love barbecue. This is going to be amazing. They're like, yeah, it's usually towards the end of June. I was like, yes, I'm going to be able to eat barbecue. And then they announced the date of the barbecue 
And I was the sads. Can I be hazing on that day? No. If I can't have any, neither can you. <laughs> okay. Talk about your beast at the threshold, dude. <laughs> okay, here's my question. I'm assuming the a barbecue date cannot be changed. But can the weigh-in be changed no. four days before? No. Why not? It's it's already been agreed upon. I'm going to tell you the truth, man. That close to the end of the competition, four days ain't going to make that much of a difference. So guess what? I'm a barbecue. Um, <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> uh, it's not It's not going to be that bad. I'm going to have some damn barbecue. Are you? Oh, yeah. I love barbecue, hey, dude. Hey, go for it. It's a once-a-year thing, okay? And win or lose, I'm going to have me some damn barbecue. Mm. So... All right, I'm going to move away from the whole barbecue talk because it's making me hungry. Because, uh, dude, seriously, I love me some barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we veer off? Oh, uh, so yeah, Civil War. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations to Civil War. You know, speaking of that, uh, Agent Carter got canceled, and so did the Muppets. Yeah, that's sad, actually. Yeah, you didn't really like the show, though, did you? Look, I, I gave it a chance. I, I watched uh, an episode and a half. And the half... That's a that's really giving it a chance. Um, you really gave it a chance. Look, I did, okay? And uh, my finger just accidentally hit the stop button. I didn't want to watch it anymore. I found it boring. What? Wait, are we talking about Agent Carter? Or are we talking about the Muppets? Oh. <laughs> now, actually, he loved the Muppets. I did like the Muppets. Uh, there was a couple things I didn't like about it, which is the reason I stopped watching it, which is probably my fault. It's getting canceled. Just because you Because stopped. of me. No, I believe that. Yeah. So anybody that wants to blame anybody for the cancellation of the Muppets, it's, Javier is to blame. So Javier at Podcateers.com. That is the best way to lodge I, your complaint. I do apologize. Start a petition. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> Start a I'm so sick of these petitions. I'm sick of petitions too, but go ahead. Yeah. It's like, if you're sick of petitions, how do you show it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mitch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mario, didn't, didn't you and I are going to start a petition about stopping petitions? Yeah, to stop petitions. Yeah. Yes, please sign it. <laughs> this is for a good cause, people. <laughs> Uh, so you were saying? Um, unfortunately, yeah, I gave up on both shows. Um, the The Muppets one kind of made me sad because you know it's a it's a childhood memories and stuff. Right. It all comes right. back, but they went in a direction I didn't like. Um, uh, it was more The Office meets The Tonight Show, and I didn't dig it. That's and, actually one of the things I liked about the show. Really? Yeah, because so I I love the original Muppets. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when they came out on DVD, you know, we were trying to collect them and everything, and I was hoping that I'd be able to stream everything, including Fraggle Rock. I was a huge fan of uh, mm-hmm. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle too. Rock was good. When this came back, I knew going into it that it wasn't going to be the original Muppets. I I kind of had seen some clips uh, during previews that. That I I knew it was going to be more like The Office, and I kind of like when shows break that barrier, or maybe it's because it reminded me of The Office with these characters that I enjoyed, that my mind was open to watching it because I love The Office. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was again, good. it's one of my favorite shows yeah. ever. So I think that's maybe why I was so much more open to it. Mm-hmm. I know it just it, it never picked up enough steam, and I feel bad for shows like this because. You almost feel like they spend an entire season setting you up to give you an amazing second season. Yeah. And then they never get a chance to do it because it gets canceled. Yeah, no, I agree. You know? So the fact that 
networks like Netflix and everything pick up these shows and make them better at times, I think is a good thing because the hardcore fans at least get an ending to their show, even if it doesn't continue. But if Netflix does like a 12 episode season two or something like that, just to end the series, mm-hmm. you know, that's it's one of the best things that could happen to fans. Unless we're talking about Arrested Development where they screw up. Well, if they do a season five, they can still redeem themselves. I'm I'm hopeful, okay? Yeah. I'm hopeful for Arrested Development. Uh, yeah, I, I remember when we posted that Agent Carter and the Muppets were getting canceled. A bunch of people started commenting on the post because there was a lot of fans. Yeah, in fact, you know? that's it, it was very... They 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 were mad. Anything in particular? Like, which one do you think they were more upset for, Muppets or Agent Carter? Uh, it, it depends on who you talk to. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of mixed comments. Like, So actually, let me read some of the comments because you'll see that there's a little mixture of both. So AFranco08 on Instagram said, In regards to the Muppets, they made them very adult and not enough children's material. I will stick to the original Muppets. See, mm-hmm. and I think... That is uh, that is a point I wanted to make and totally blanked out. That I think because of that direction, it turned a lot of people off. Right, definitely to the the definitely. new Muppets. But they said going in that it wasn't going to be that. I'm like, just saying it was that, in the marketing. Yeah, but I'm just I think that from the get go it shouldn't have been. You you just wanted a rehash of the original one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they almost uh, wanted to do like a Deadpool kind of thing. Like a breaking the fourth wall, breaking the fourth wall, making it kind of rated R. Mm -hmm. But I I mean, they were prime time. Yeah. But I think people spoke and said, you know what? We wanted it family friendly. That's what Mm. we wanted. All right. Well, let me read a a few more comments here. Uh, Jeglump 91 said, I'm so sad to lose Carter. It was my favorite Marvel show. And there is so much of Peggy's story we have yet to learn. I'd gladly give up S.H.I.E.L.D. for Carter's return. Oh, I do not agree with you at all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, being Marvel, uh, I think right now Daredevil's hands down the best Marvel yeah. show out there right now. So she continues by saying, as for the Muppets, I really wanted to like the show, but it just wasn't funny. I wish they used the old show format. No mm-hmm. great loss there. I have to agree. I don't remember really, as you said earlier, belly laughing. I it wasn't that funny. Yeah, nothing it, memorable to like recap nothing. and laugh at. No. Okay. Well, here's a rebuttal. Okay, Gaucho underscore Mike on Instagram said the Muppets was a fantastic show. Sad it was lost. People forgot how adult the original was in the jokes and think the Muppets should just be for children. Sad to see it go. He makes a good point. The original Muppets had a lot of adult, like I don't want to say adult themes, but a lot of adult oriented jokes. I mean, there was a lot. Of, you know, innuendos and stuff. Right. The way that they did the script for the original Muppets was really intended more for adults. Okay. But again, I I think it fell on the jokes fell flat. You know why I think people associate the Muppets with kids? Because most of them ended up appearing on Sesame Street. And because Mm. for so many more years after they saw the Muppets on Sesame Street, they just thought, oh, this is for kids. I can see that. TV was totally different than it is now. You know, something that was considered racy, you know, in the 70s or 80s is not necessarily racy now. It's just common to see it, unfortunately. Right. So TV for kids back then is completely different like TV for kids now. Right. You know, and I think that's the biggest 
the barrier that people have to cross. That's why family sitcoms aren't what they used to be anymore. That's why they don't really exist. <clears throat> think of how many family sitcoms exist on TV that when you think back, a lot of people used to enjoy sitting with their families on Fridays for TGI Fridays or whatever they were called, right? That's a restaurant. I don't know about enjoy. It's a restaurant, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's called TJF. But that's because you never enjoyed sitting with anybody, Javier. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, there was so many sitcoms that were funny from Married with Children. Like, even, like, the lower budget ones, like Small Wonder and stuff. Oh, you know, people so love sitting and watching these sitcoms. Those things don't exist anymore. You have these serialized dramas for everything. Everything has to be a drama now in order to get attention or a scripted reality TV show or else it doesn't make it on TV. Hmm. That's just the way TV works right now and that's that's really sad. Uh, let me read another comment. This one comes from Nichols Pete. I enjoyed Agent Carter a lot but the only reason it didn't do better was the writing. Just hire better writers and you're good. And considering it's a comic book show with a female lead, it deserved everything Disney, ABC, Marvel could throw at it. I can understand what people didn't like about the Muppets, but what was Disney slash ABC expecting? Gangbuster ratings for a puppet show? I love puppets, <laughs> but when's the last time anyone That's ruled television point. with a puppet show? Yeah. I highly doubt they'll do better with replacements of either show. I like that one. That's now, a good comment. The only thing that I will say to uh, his comment is... I think Carter would thrive on Netflix. You know, I know that there's been kind of a rumbling that they might pick up Agent Carter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what was said earlier about, you know, taking Carter over S.H.I.E.L.D. Nah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty great. <laughs> so <laughs> I would not give up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I think Agent Carter would do really well. One thing people have to remember about Agent Carter is that it's a period piece. You know, yeah. when you think of when Agent Carter was doing her work, because it all mixes into Civil War, too. Mm -hmm. When you think of when she was doing her thing, it's way back in time, right? So it is a period piece, and I think that's why people don't like it, because the language is different, and the it's just, I don't know, maybe... <laughs> you make it sound like it's a magic thing. It's, it's the language. What, Chris, Chris Angel? <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think if somebody else took over, uh, I think it would be a lot better on Netflix. See, I disagree. I think you totally nailed it when you said it's just kind of like catered to like a specific base, you know, just kind of like the era that it was based on uh, the characters involved and things like that. But if you try to revolve it on Netflix, they're going to try to give it more liberties. And this is exactly what I was talking about a while ago. You, you kind of... Um, you speed up the process for starters because Netflix works on a seasonal basis, not in a week-by-week -week basis. Right. Uh, the studio that writes for this, you're giving them the week to create the next one if they like weren't doing it already. The season is already prepared, but you're giving them more time to write each every episode as opposed to Netflix where you have to write an entire 12-episode season. But that's the better way to do it, though. I'm going to agree with Hazen. Because here's the deal. It's better. You, you want to know why I think that's the better way to do it? When you write 12 episodes for Netflix, you have all the time before that to come up with your story, you write out your scripts, and they are ready to shoot. You're not worried about ratings. You're not worried about who you're competing with. You're not worried about what live show is going to be on at that same time slot. With shows like this on, I guess, live TV at the time, even if you DVR it, 
every week they have to change the script because, oh, well, the ratings didn't do well with this demographic during this time slot. And if you change this, maybe we'll get more viewers within this demographic, blah, blah. So what Hazen's trying to say is there's more time for rewrites. And because there's more time for rewrites, they overthink it. What no. he just said. No. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I get exactly what you're saying. I'm not saying I'm against writing an entire season for Netflix. I love the idea. And that is why that's the new media. Binge watching shows is what people like to do now. The problem here is because you're given that liberty to write an entire season, you no longer care to give the people what they want. It changes everything. It's exactly why you were saying just a while ago they were honest about Arrested Development not being good on Netflix. Because at this point, you're not marketing it as the greatest show you have to watch on Fox. No, it's already on Netflix, and they got paid for that syndication. But why should you worry about giving the people what they want when what you are writing is a story for people to watch? I agree. Why do you want the network to cater to the minority of what people are complaining about? No, give me a good, solid story. That I can't change because I wrote a petition. Because not everyone's going to appreciate the same story. But it doesn't matter. That's why they're written. That's why Javier won't read the Harry Potter books because they're not for him. I happen to like them, which is why I read them. Same goes for Lord of the Rings. That's why you read all of them. I dropped off after the first one because it just wasn't for me. Like, why would, would Tolkien say, oh, well, Mario was part of the people that didn't like the fact that Frodo blah, 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 so I'm going to change that in the next one. You think Robert Kirkman worries about what people say and changes The Walking Dead on a week-to-week basis? No. He's got a story that he's following, and he writes it because he knows what he wants to write. He doesn't change The Walking Dead because of ratings. J.R. Tolkien wrote The Lord of the Rings while he was stationed at war. J.K. Rowling wrote the Harry Potter series not knowing that it was going to blow up to be the phenomenon that it was today. People that write for television know what they're getting into. They need to make something a phenomenon. They don't go into it not expecting it to be one like book writers would. Are you saying that they didn't expect it? Absolutely. You don't expect things to do what they do. Like, I don't think people that write for TV expect it either. You need to. This is what you're like working for. You're working for a network I that needs you to make. I think you want to. I think you want to, but you don't need to. I think you hope that it does, which is a big difference. I'm just saying you you go in with those expectations. Like you, you need to make the next big show. It's what keeps you employed. It's what makes merchandise sell. It's what makes shows go into syndication. Oh, I, that I totally agree with. I totally agree with that. That you do always aim you know, to put out the best product as possible because obviously that's where you get merchandise from. That's where you get live appearances and, you know, live shows or whatever. But, I mean, it's it's a difficult thing because, like I said earlier, half these shows come on the air for 12 to however many episodes and it sometimes takes that many just to establish a story or, you know, build the characters up and then they never get a second season to let those characters blossom. So I think, especially Agent Carter, I think it can really grow as a Netflix show. You know, sometimes networks just have to call it quits on things. Like this last week, Supergirl got moved from CBS to the CW. Because that's a, they know that's a good that, move. You know, because they know their demographic is not people that watch CSI. They know that their mm-hmm. demographic really should be people that are watching Arrow. CBS is actually cleaning house right now. They're getting rid of so many shows. And I think 
Supergirl is going to fit perfectly in. Uh, I do too. What is it? WB? The CW. The CW? Yeah. <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> KTLA? <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. It's just a matter of finding a good fit. Uh, you know, I know we had some comments on this on the Instagram post, but if you mm-hmm. guys have a little bit more to say about this or hadn't seen that post, leave us a comment on the blog post for the episode, Facebook, or even on Instagram uh, on the image for this episode. We'd like to hear what more of you guys have to say about it because I don't think Mario and Javier agree with me, or am I wrong in thinking that no i agreed with you you do yeah but you don't mario that I, it wouldn't be better on netflix i i don't think it would be better on netflix honestly javier i want you to think about this okay you just mentioned daredevil being one like one of your favorite shows right now mm-hmm. if they moved daredevil to abc would you still watch it no why <laughs> no why they will no because it, it'll be watered down Exactly. You are changing what you originally liked about a show. Yeah, and then I didn't like Agent Carter. That's why I agree with Hazen. It might be better going to where they have freedom of writing whatever the storyline they want and make it as dark as they want. Making okay, it but, grittier. Yeah, but the fan base that liked Agent Carter for what it was will no longer appreciate it for what it was because it's not what it was anymore. I uh, I, I, I want to agree, but they will follow. I think they'll follow Agent Carter if they're that big of fans. And I think they'll appreciate the new change. Just like Arrested Development fans appreciated the well, they continuation, tried. right? They, they, they okay. gave it a that's, chance. That's, that's a good point. They gave it a chance. That's a good point because Arrested was really a... A flop? A, ah, no, was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, again, we want to hear what you guys have to say. So leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys think. And uh, we'll see. I The whole moving it to Netflix is still up in the air as far as I know. I don't know if a, a decision's been made. I wasn't privy to those conversations. <laughs> right. um, you mentioned live appearances. How about Stan Lee? He's not going to be doing that anymore. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? He's done. He's retiring, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. There was an announcement, I think today. Today. That he just basically said, look... This is my final appearance at New York Comic Con. Not really? gonna do it anymore. No way. And supposedly yeah. he's not gonna do yeah, any more live appearances. Like at all. It's supposedly. He's done, dude. Yeah. And wow. I don't I don't blame him whatsoever. Now if he could only stop making movie appearances. Right. I don't know. The fact that he's been in every one is just a nice little Easter egg, dude. It's yeah, it's cool. Especially the way he appears in Civil War. <sighs> the way that he Come appears on, and you what like he does, it. He does okay. in Civil War is actually pretty he, hilarious. He had a good line. I'll give him that. What is that uh director that did the birds and psycho? See, he made his own appearances on his on his film. Hitchcock. Hitchcock, Hitchcock thank you. If it was a walk on I'd be okay with it. If it was an appearance, I'd be okay with it. But then giving him lines, I don't like it. This, it this feels one. so forced, and and it's bugging me. These worlds wouldn't exist if it wasn't for him. Give him a line. <laughs> in every movie? <laughs> yes, in all of them. Well, I guess since he's kind of done with the live appearances, sure, why not? Dude, Stanley even makes an appearance in the Phineas Ferb uh, mashup with the Marvel thing. He's no like selling way. hot dogs on the street in that one. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's, isn't he in Deadpool too? That I wow. I haven't seen remember. it, but I'm pretty sure he's also you in Deadpool. N- no. I don't think he makes an appearance. He doesn't. Nah, I'm pretty sure he's in Deadpool. I honestly don't remember. The only reason I know he was in there because I thought I had read an article that said that he wasn't happy with the scene. I don't want to say what the scene was because, you know, it's not family friendly. But, mm. you know, it involves some Dancing, I would say. 
dancing. Oh, that's right. What? He, he was, is in the movie. He's supposed to be like the MC for something that's going on. Okay. See, now that appearance I appreciate. It was. Oh yeah, because it was, of the scene. Because it was no, because it was just it was really small. The camera, if I remember correctly, it was just quick. It was quick. But all of his, even the one in Civil War, dude, it doesn't go too on much. for more than like fifteen seconds. That ten seconds too long. Uh well, the one in Deadpool was a minute and a half. <laughs> Look, we got to feel about that. Oh, well, then you bunked me there. You got a great line out of Stanley in Civil War, right? That's what I'm saying. That was a good line. I, don't, I mean, we talked about it last week. Yeah. We didn't really say it. This week we're mentioning again. I can't wait until more people hear about it. Let's give it another couple weeks because I'm going to start using that line. <laughs> okay. I want a T-shirt that says that. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, man, Stan Lee's hanging it up, dude. I mean, it's got to be difficult. You know, he's really getting up there in age. He wants to enjoy some of that Marvel money that he's made. <laughs> Just wants sure, to hang out. I'm sure he's loving life. Oh, I'm sure he is. Uh, I but mean, I don't blame him. I can't imagine going to all these conventions and getting mauled by fans. Mm-hmm. You know, so the fact that he's doing it uh, by people that look like us, absolutely. Yeah. I'd be sick of it too. <laughs> so, all, <laughs> all I have to say is thank you, Stan Lee. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so from Stan Lee, let's actually jump across to the other side of the world. Okay. To a little tiny new amusement park named Shanghai Disney. Oh, wow. Did we dig a tunnel? We should just dig a tunnel straight down. No, we down. took the uh, shield jet. Yeah, Javier wants to try the Looney Tunes tactic, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, it works. It works. That was good. <laughs> so, Shanghai's been doing a soft open. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been heading out. D23 members had the opportunity to go check out Shanghai Disney. Lucky. And a lot of videos... Just started showing up on YouTube. <laughs> just happened to just appear? Just happened to be showing up. Uh-huh. So this is kind of, it's kind of spoilery, you know, obviously, because if you intend on going to Shanghai anytime soon, I would say stay away from the videos. I disagree. I disagree, too. Yeah. yeah no, no, I you say, have to watch And them. I'm going to tell you why. Go Take ahead. my word for it. These videos are Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Amazing. Yes. So if you plan on going to Shanghai, do not burn your eyes by watching these on YouTube with the shaky videos. Wait till you get there. I I want to agree with you, Mason. I really do. If you don't plan on going to Shanghai for some time, yeah, you know, dip your toes into the water and watch the videos on YouTube. But I'm telling you, if you're going to go anytime soon in the next few months, don't bother with the videos because it's... Is, it's just not worth it. Just watch it live. Take my word for this, okay? Yeah, I'm going to disagree. I nah, disagree you also. Guys are wrong. Yeah. You guys are wrong. I'm sorry. I, so I see this things. as one of two things, living vicariously or a marketing tactic, because I want to go now. It's definitely so vicariously. Fantastic. Now, you know, with a lot of the things that Disney creates, obviously they don't release a lot of videos until they're ready to, when they know it's finished, Absolutely. when things are done. Absolutely. That's why we had not seen a lot of Soren World. Right. You know, that's why they were waiting to open it here. They hadn't shown previews in California because they wanted the one in Shanghai to open first. That was one of the first videos that I saw. The Soren. The Soren yeah. one. Yeah. I didn't like it all that much. What? Yeah. Sorry. It was okay. 
Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. I I didn't like it all. I mean, look, the scenery is amazing. Yeah, it's breathtaking. The fact that it's in 4K is just uh, fully immersive. I would say, Soren. Soren, I think, is one of the properties that Disney has that I think would have benefited from. Okay, actually, this is a really great example. The rides at Universal are not truly rides; they're right. all simulations. Right. Okay. The Simpsons ride, the Despicable Me ride, they're all simulations in like a a projection bubble, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons does it really, really well. Despicable Me is like whatevs. Uh, what else did it really well? Uh, tra- Transformers did it really, really yeah, well. Yeah, the, the the actual tour ride. Right. Yeah. So I think that Soren World should have been updated to be in that type of dome, where if you look over to your left and to your right, you don't see the end of a screen and you don't see black. You see more screen. Okay? They should have immersed you mm. in this whole thing. So okay. Now – because they wanted to use the same theater, the same seats, the same everything, they just updated the film. I get it. Okay. Okay. But Shanghai was a whole new park. They should have built it that way. But again, they are way over the budget, so I get why they didn't do it. But me personally, if I made the calls, I would have said, dude, do this fully immersive thing and do this kind of like projection bubble. I can get on board with that. Let's talk about the voyage to the Crystal Grotto. That was one of my favorites. So, what are we talking about? This is the boat ride that's outside of the castle and eventually goes inside of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of this weird mixture of storybook land. It's a boat ride. Yep. Okay, so it's it's kind of a it's kind of storybook land, but uh, it's also dark ride mm-hmm. at the same time, which storybook land is not. However, the figures and everything that you see in this one are a lot more life-size. It's not like the little tiny rides. They're almost full-blown animatronics. Actually, they're more just like statues. They're, they're not really statues. animatronics. Yeah, they don't move. Yeah. 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 There's the a water. lot of water stuff yeah, yeah. happening. But it it focuses on Mulan, on Fantasia, Beauty, Beauty and the, the Beast, Beast Aladdin, Mermaid, Aladdin. Um, uh, Tangled. Tangled. And once you actually enter the castle, they have really beautiful projections of Tinkerbell, and then they have this show recapping kind of all the different movies mm-hmm. that you saw throughout the ride. Uh, I love this ride. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's just really basic. It's it's nice. That's my problem. It's basic. I didn't really? like it. Yeah. I liked it. It, it, it didn't get good till we actually entered the castle. That's part of one of the things that I like the most about yeah. it. The, the characters looked a little weird. They didn't, didn't, they didn't really look they, like, they were, like some of the characters. Some of the characters looked like they were covered in tattoos. I, I know mm. that they're decorations. I don't know what they do. They might actually glow at night. They might actually possible, have a yes. full other right. show. So, you know, I may be speaking out of turn, but, you know, just in the daylight, they just look kind of weird. Yeah, you know, like because it. the genie doesn't really have them. I don't know. Like, I was actually very just kind of like drawn to this ride. It was I so mean, boring. it was very colorful. Are, are you like that's one of the things that I really liked about it? Okay, I mean, just kind of given that even in a day scenery, you're just kind of immersed in like the Disney music and just kind of like the characters that are around you. It, I it, wanted the soundtrack, not just instrumental though. I liked the fact that it was just instrumental. Really, you get yeah, lost like it. in it. It was really beautiful from like the beginning to the end, and I know that it's going to be that much better at night. Like you said, some of these are probably just light projections. But I, I can tell that it's going to create a whole different ride if you travel through at night. Mm. 
Maybe it's because we watched it on video. Maybe it's a thing that's best in person. I don't know. I didn't like, like it at even, all. Even in video, I was just kind of like really like drawn to the right. It was really gorgeous. I did like it. All right, you two can it. have it. <laughs> all right, so from there, we ended up watching the video for Peter Pan. Yes. O-M-G. I know, right? It was the same boring one we have here. Not at all. <laughs> what is the matter with you? I didn't like that one either. Why what? not? Because it was, dude. It was identical. so good. It was identical to ours. No, it was not. Actually, Sorry to tell you, sir. No. no way. Mario, back me up. It okay. was identical. Okay. One, no, it wasn't. And two, even if it was, why is that a bad thing? That ride is amazing, even at Disneyland. Amazing is a stretch. It's good, dude. It's one of my favorite rides at Disneyland. That's your fault. Are you kidding? Get out. <laughs> Get out. That's your fault, bro. Really? You stand on the two-hour line? Now, I will. Yeah, so? <laughs> yeah, 901. There was, there was a, it's funny. There was a meme going around Instagram and Tumblr that said, rope drop at Disneyland, 9, mm, uh, uh, 9 a.m., 901, 60-minute wait, wait for Peter, Peter Pan flight. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I, I will agree with Javier that they did integrate a lot of the elements that are A lot. Most in, of it. No. Like, no, at some like, point, you stop paying attention, but it was so much greater than, like, what you're getting here, yeah. space-wise. I would say 80 to 85% of the ride itself is similar to what we have here Fair. with some enhancements. Fair. But the enhancements of the projections, especially when they're flying over London, the, the subtle things that they did, like the cutouts of the, of the clouds over London that you're flying through. Um, Sometimes it's not even the projections, just, like... At the beginning, when you're actually traveling between like the buildings through London before you actually go into the nursery, that's a bigger environment than it is here. See, I'm gonna use what you said about uh, Soren World. They had the opportunity to make this the greatest ride, and they didn't. I don't. Um, I like the fact that they stuck to <clears throat> as close to the original dude, as make possible. Up Absolutely, mind. make up your mind. No, no. What do you want? They no, had, but the you don't understand. You don't understand. Soren is totally different than Peter Pan. Peter Pan here is so iconic. There is a reason why a minute after rope drop happens, there is a four-hour line Absolutely, for Peter Pan. Absolutely, yeah. Okay? It's just one of those really great dark rides. As a matter of fact, it's possibly the best dark ride in fantasy. No land. question about it. Okay? It's E.T. Eat all, oh, dude. Seriously, it is what Mario said, get out. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, are tripping, boo. Remember how you terrible, don't even know. Remember how terrible ET was. That's what Peter Pan and is. That's why ET doesn't exist e. anymore. But I remember falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, there's so much you stopped paying attention to. Like when you actually are in Neverland and you're like in the pirate's lair and stuff like that. That's not here. I, I, I get it. I get it, but they, sh- they could have pushed it way better. How so? <sighs> okay, I'll, I'll give you one example. When you're actually flying, okay, I think that's that, the entire ride. Yeah, when you're when you're hovering, <laughs> I know. when you're over, okay, the city specifically. Uh, which part? The very beginning, or when you're either, actually leave the nursery? It doesn't matter. Either they should have made it look like we're actually over the city instead of a board on the ground with lights. It's it's it, forced perspective. No. Yeah, they should have done better. It should have actually looked like we were flying over the city. 
instead of a, a, a board game on, on uh, under my feet. I love the fact that they kept that illusion. Absolutely, same here. <clears throat> no, I think it's a wonderful homage to the Imagineers that built the original. It's not an homage. Very it's the well exact ride. No, it is an homage to the original Imagineers. It is not an homage. No, you're it's, tripping. It's it's a duplicate. And that's fine. No, they it's not. They enhanced this ride. Look, you you can't like sit there and disagree with that because clearly the technology is applied to the ride. When you see Tinkerbell flying yes. or when you see the kids fly off to Neverland. Yes, that was The good. projections are all there. So clearly they're playing with the technology. Yes. So why didn't they do that? It's because of that reason. They wanted to honor the ride that originally made that what it was. Now, see, I'm going to disagree with you, especially when it comes to when we start talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Because oh, we will get there. Okay, good. Because they could have done that. No. They could have done that. No. If you're talking about how classic these rides are and they could, they could have kept it pure, then they should have done the same thing with Pirates of the Caribbean. Nope. But they didn't. They pushed the limits. They did amazing things to it. And that's what they should have done with, with Peter Pan. They should have pushed it and done something different. So if so, I now I can go, wow, I really want to go to Shanghai for Peter Pan. I don't because I have that here. Why well, don't want to ride the exact same ride because it has two more projections? I don't want that. You know what I want? Pirates. That's what I want. Why are you I mad, go bro? Why are you Hold yelling? on. I love his aggression. Let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you yelling? I welcome it. Let's like, let, sit down, bro. I hate that you guys disagree with me when I know I'm right. That there, that's why. But you're not. I'm telling you, it's an right. homage to the original. The reason that Pirates is different that. is because the one in Shanghai is not Pirates of the <sighs> Caribbean. It's not Pirates of the Caribbean like they did here and at Disney World. It has a whole new title to it mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be a different experience. Pirates of the Caribbean is exactly what Soren should have been. Okay, Pirates is quite possibly and. At least now, okay, mm-hmm. soft open. I don't know what else is open. I haven't seen the ride through. But Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure, which is what it's called, is quite possibly the most fully immersive ride that I have ever seen. And I hate that you guys don't agree that they should have done those elements to Peter Pan. Why? You have to keep because some of the classic no, elements. No, because we're the classic Disneyland. They're not. They are the brand spanking new Disney, and the, every freaking ride should have been brand new, 100%. It was. They added a bunch no, of projections. It's exactly the same nah. with a projection difference. Sorry. Don't agree with you. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> you need more than a break or something. You know, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? This feels like a Snickers commercial. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You have a Snickers, bro. For real. I do love the passion, though. This is, and this is coming from a non-Disney fan. Right? Like, I'm going to Magic Mountain and hanging with bugs. Jeez. I'd hate to see you if you were a true Disney fan right now. And that's what ticked me off about last week. You guys are the bigger uh, 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 Civil War fans than me, and you guys didn't walk out as upset as I was, and that got me upset as well. I think you just walked out upset because you're broken. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you you didn't like it, and then the fact that you like Batman versus Superman, there's something wrong with you. You know what? I'm going to stop this diet. I need a Snickers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to eat. Now Javier knows what it's like to be hangry. And he's only been doing it for two hours. Yeah, seriously. 
I uh, I haven't eaten in the past two hours, dude. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, we already mentioned it. So, Pirates of the Caribbean, guys. It is, again, quite possibly the most fully immersive thing at Shanghai Disney. Quite possibly on earth i don't know i haven't seen anything like this it's probably the greatest leaked video i've ever seen yeah Yeah, i mean not just like spectacular super spectacular this thing is like overwhelming in all the best ways you know what break out a thesaurus because we need to find every other word that we can use for phenomenal fantastic Mm -hmm. amazing breathtaking breathtaking gorgeous from the moment that you get on i will say at the very beginning the homage to the current Pirates of the Caribbean ride, the the dog and the the oh, people trapped yeah. in the cell. That's... One of my favorite parts of that ride. Yes, one of my favorite parts. Uh, I think we're gonna have to post all these videos on the blog post because if we can, yeah. If I, I don't know how long these are gonna be up, but I think Disney may be okay with it. I could be totally wrong, but if you're trying to promote a brand new park and people are posting these videos and getting people psyched about it. I think they want that. They want to build the momentum and get people excited. So I think they're okay with people posting these videos, except maybe the Soaring World one. Yeah, no. Because that that was supposed to be like the big surprise. That one is more like, I don't know, a moving postcard. I didn't really like it. But Pirates, please post that. That is insane. The world needs to see this. I mean, you, you see how great this ride is, how Vier is, like, excited about it. And he when is he, like, ever excited about anything on this never, podcast? Never, never. <laughs> I hated every video but this one. <laughs> yeah. So I will say that just knowing what they did for Shanghai, I'm actually even more excited now for Star Wars Land. Absolutely. Because knowing what went into it, I hope they bring all that technology over. There's no question that they're not going to integrate stuff like this. It's like clearly just the direction they're headed. Or or we're going to get the (laughs) watered down version and Shanghai is going to get this fantastic immersed Star Wars ride. Wait, I don't even think Shanghai's getting Star Wars. They're not getting Star Wars. No, I don't think it's part of this phase. I don't know if it's planned for the future, Uh but at least in this phase, I don't think they're getting Star Wars anything. Oh, okay, okay. I I retract what I said. It's funny how you said, like, the homage to Pirates at the beginning. I thought you were talking about Barbosa's Bounty. The restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I thought that's the the direction you were going. No, no. I was like, the Blue Bayou? What are you going with? No, but that does look amazing, too. It does look fantastic. The fact that they actually integrated a restaurant Mm -hmm. just like they did here. And I'm pretty sure, I think Disney World also has one. I think it was really nice, but... It it was kind of weird seeing the the dog and the the prisoners at the beginning versus at the end. Yeah, that was weird. But once you see the rest of the ride, you sense. understand why, why you see them first. Exactly. It all makes so sense. I, we can keep talking about this, but seriously, watch this video. Watch if it. you have a Chromecast or something or Apple TV, broadcast it on your TV. Don't watch it on your phone. Don't watch it on a tablet. Watch it on your TV if possible mm-hmm. because it with the lights off. Sit right in front. <laughs> it's like you're riding the ride. No except question for the shakiness it. of the camera. That was kind of a bummer. And if you're driving, pull over. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> Why you have a big screen in your car is, yeah, I don't know. is beyond me. <laughs> but... 
Seriously, you gotta watch this on the bigger screen. Like the first time I saw it, I was like sitting at work, right? And I'm like doing my work and watching this at the same time. I have anxiety because I'm like answering people's questions. And then I had to watch it again and show my coworkers. I was like, okay, so when are we planning a trip to Shanghai? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I seriously, I gotta get it. I gotta get over this fear of flying because now I gotta go to Shanghai. At first, my goal was let's fly to Disney World. No, I'm just going straight to Shanghai. Straight to Shanghai. Yeah. Do what Javier's doing. Just. Dig, dig a hole. Dig a hole. <laughs> just, just like, don't end up in Albuquerque. <laughs> All right, yeah. Bugs, Daffy, let's go do this. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Okay, good, because I needed that break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have Snickers for you next week. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, so a couple of things. The new website has now launched. If you guys want to go check it out, head over to podcasters.com. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you guys think of the redesign. Uh, I like it, but then again, I did it, so <laughs> I think that's why I like it. So don't hurt his feelings. Don't hurt my feelings. Uh, also, we have a Patreon account that we just started. Uh, I've had a couple of questions as to what is Patreon. In its simplest terms, Patreon is just a way to give a one-time contribution or a monthly contribution to our podcast. I've had people ask me, hey, how do I donate money to you guys? Here, take 20 bucks, or here, take whatever. Uh, I totally appreciate that, but I just didn't want to take money and then end up buying a Subway after. So <laughs> I really did want it to go to the podcast. And so to be fair to those people, I thought Patreon was the best way to do it. Uh, you could just go, you sign up, and you set up a recurrent payment. It could be a dollar you know, every month. It's up to you. Every episode, I guess, so four times, uh, whatever you want. Patreon will outline all that out for you. And aside from using our Amazon link, obviously, every time you purchase on Amazon. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, Amazon. <laughs> you know what? I'm exhausted. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> it was all that passion. Yeah. Right? Was, I know. I Javier's... gave it all earlier. <laughs> <laughs> aside from using our Amazon link. Amazon. Wow. <laughs> The Amazon from Mario this week. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, So, yeah, Patreon, uh, obviously using our Amazon link. Amazon! Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I win. Uh, It's always the best way to help us out. And also, something that helps us out is tell a friend. If you know that Mm -hmm. you have a friend that might like the podcast, is a Disney fan or Superman fan, I mean, you can tell them about the podcast. Uh, And, you know, hopefully they like us too. If you're looking for us on the interwebs, we are at facebook.com slash podcateers. On Instagram and Twitter, we are at podcateers. You can find us over on YouTube. We are youtube.com slash podcateers. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Kick a few likes onto those videos. That's where we post the videos of us acting like dorks couple of the Disney challenges. Uh, our vlogmented reality goes up there, which is just kind of a vlog series that we do. I keep people up to date with some of the stuff that's happening with uh, my exercise, my Fitbit, all that stuff. Uh, some of the events that we go to get posted as vlogmented reality. So check it out. Let us know what you guys think. And, of course, Podcateers.com. Like I mentioned earlier. That's a good one. New site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. All right. Well, before we close up the podcast, I just want to say... Congratulations to Brian at Amazing Brian on Instagram. He was the winner ah, of the Haunted Mansion comic book this yeah. last week. Congratulations. Uh, I was very happy 
with the amount of people that ended up signing up. Oh, good. So, Brian, again, congratulations. Congrats. Uh, I hope we get a chance to meet up soon at Disneyland so that I can give that to you. Oh, he doesn't come to my house and read it and then leave? No. I keep it? No. 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 Sorry, bro. Oh. Well, congratulations. No, stop yelling, Javier. (laughs) Stop yelling. (laughs) All right, guys. Congratulations, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. If there's nothing else... That's going to be it. So until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Ciao, ciao. Isn't that a dog? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a dog. It's two chow. Shut up. <laughs> Poodle? <laughs> this feels like a Snickers commercial. I know, right? <laughs> You have a Snickers, bro.